podcast. And I'm Kat, and you're listening to the 14th episode of Two Book, Book Bitches. Bitches. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Sooner rather than later. Yes. We're For recording our... this at like 11.30 in the morning. Yep. Which is super early for us. It is. Usually we're like... Middle of the night. Burning the midnight oil. <laughs> That's okay. It's an extra episode. Yes. So to finish off Crescent City, which turned out to be just a lot bigger than we thought. Too many things happen. Kat was even saying, she was like, this is the most detailed description you've ever written of a book we've covered. And I was like, I think that just speaks to how much I liked this book. Like a lot. Um, okay. Anything new before we get started? Not since last time <laughs> we talked to you. Yeah, only like oh, a couple oh. days ago. I took my engagement photos and it rained. Fun. Which was kind of a bummer, but... But you got nice sky photos. That's true. The clouds look really cool in it, so hopefully like all the pictures turn out like that, but we'll see. Um, I think that's it. Like I don't think either of us have done anything new otherwise. Oh, you also lost power too. Oh my god, yeah. The power went out at the cottage for like... Some tree like fell down and like took down a bunch of like poles or whatever. It was... It was down it, for a while, right? And it was pitch black. We were like struggling really hard to find candles because we couldn't find anything and our phones were like dying, but we got McDonald's that night, so. Makes up for it, right? It Literally everything ended up being fine. <laughs> but I guess um, to start off, we're going to yeah. address this question that we seem to be getting like all the time. Yes. And it's, are we going to do the Throne of Glass series, series. by SJM? Um, and I guess we've decided that we will. Yes. It seems to be like a very hot topic for everyone yeah and and we do want to read it yes but that being said it is a what seven eight book series if you count the if you count the like the prequel okay. book yeah yeah it's an eight book series we would most likely have to split the books that's like months and months of because like the last book alone is like a thousand pages yes that's incredibly long yeah so just like keeping in mind, like there's other authors mm-hmm. that we want to do. There's other books that we want to read, other stories that we want to see. And as much as we love like SJM books, like we're pretty unapologetic about that. But like there are other authors. There yeah, are other there's books. other authors we want to read, other authors we want to support. Yeah, and that's like so. a big like time commitment. So I think what we're going to do is we are going to do Throw in a Glass, but we're going to do it next, next year because we do have the rest of our year planned out mm-hmm. and potentially what we're going to do is maybe we'll do like a couple books at a time yeah so like we'll do the first two and then take like a break from it do some other books then do the next two take a break from it do some other books yeah. so I think that's the way we're going to go about it but rest assured we will be reading yeah we'll definitely read it yes for sure and we'll do it we will yeah it's just you know there's so many books I want to read and not enough hours in the day no so just truly not enough time, but I yes. wish my full-time job was just to read books. Oh, someone wants to hire me, please. Is there a job like that? Like what I is think it? so. I think quality control or something. Like a publisher? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They literally read books. Isn't that what you wanted to be though? Like yeah. low-key. Low-key once upon a time. Once upon a time. It's like low-key once upon a time I want to be an author. And then we both ended up in science. You write, I publish it for you. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to write a book. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's that with Throne of Glass. Um, also, we realized... Oh my God, yes. ...that we didn't do a spicy pepper rating for the little sex scene in last episode with between Bryce and Hunt. And I don't know what it is, for whatever reason, when we get really excited about a scene, we literally do not do the rating. Just, Unless I write it down, I forget. Yeah. And normally I write it down, but I forget. Okay. I'm going to... I would rate it a four out of five. I would peppers. also say a four. Because yeah. like, they didn't like 
go to home base, you know, mm-hmm. they, they make it all the way around no, the track. They got a little distracted. But it was good. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. I wanted more. Oh, I wanted I more. I was left wanting more. I was. Sarah J. Mass is really good at that. She constantly leaves me wanting so much more. I have yet to find a good Hunt and Bryce fan fiction. So someone, anyone, come on, let's go. Send us a good send fan us fic. One. Oh, also um, on Twitter, Kat tweeted the poll of like what team you're on, darling or sweetheart. And I just want to say that I'm disappointed in all of you. <laughs> Don't be a sore loser, okay? I won this. Because darling, everyone likes darling better. Darling seems to be winning and um, I'm heartbroken. That's I'm just going to leave it there. For those of you who voted... I'm proud of you for whoever voted, darling. Well, for whoever voted Team Sweetheart, you're the real MVPs. You have a special place in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anything else? I think that's it. No, I think we can get started. Yeah, so... So we'll start with where we left off last episode. Yeah, but spoilers ahead. Yes. Don't don't listen if you haven't read the end. Or do. Do. It's up to you. But yes, go ahead, Kat. So we left off last episode with Bryce going with Therion to a boat where an alleged synth seal is going down. And who do we see on the boat? Fucking Hunt. Yes. Broke my heart. Broke my absolute heart. I was shocked. Literally. Okay, so Bryce and Therion end up on the boat somehow. Yeah, they because don't. she was like, I must get on this boat. Literally. So also I was picturing like a literal canoe with like a box of synth on it. But then there ends up being so many people on this boat. So it must be huge. You pictured a canoe? I don't, I pictured like a little like dinghy or like a little like raft or something. I was picturing like a fisherman's boat. No, I was, I don't know why. I was. Or maybe like a yacht. I don't know how extra we're being here. Oh, do you think the Viper Queen has a yacht? Yeah, why not? If you painted like all green and black and shit. It'd be pretty cool. But anyways, I was picturing a raft, but that's not what it was. Definitely not even close to what it was. No, no, definitely not. So they end up on the boat and they realize Victoria and Justinian are there too. And Bryce is literally like, Hunt, like what the fuck are you doing here? Mm -hmm. Like what are you doing here? And then all of a sudden, Micah, Isaiah, Naomi, and six other angels come on the boat and like... I guess, like, Bryce thinks that they're going to be pointing their guns at, like, the Viper Queen and her people, but then they point their guns at, like, Hunt and Victoria and Justinian. Yes, because Hunt realizes that the Viper Queen set them up and then routed them out to Micah. Yeah, because the Viper Queen just wanted, like, Micah in her pocket, kind of. And so Bryce is confused, and I'm confused. I'm confused. And everyone is confused. I literally, I think I read this chapter, like, approximately three to four times to, like, really absorb what just happened. Because I was like, what do you mean? Hunt is the bad guy? I... I was about to riot. I was about to throw my book across the room. But like, hunting's all like, it wasn't supposed to go down like this. Not after I saw the videos. I tried to stop it. Blah, 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 blah. So clearly there was like something going on. And clearly I'm still confused. Oh yeah, 100%. So then the Viper Queen reveals that they had originally wanted the synth to overthrow their masters, like Hunt, Victoria, and Justinian. Yeah, so they were like planning on injecting synth. In themselves. Getting jacked with like power to, I guess like to override like the halo. Yeah, because they have a lot of power without the halo. Exactly. So then Micah confirms this. Yeah. Saying that Hunt knew about the synth like days ago and was planning to like on distributing it to like rebels to finish what, what Shahar started. Insane. Literally insane. And I'm just like, what? And then Bryce is like, you found out how long ago because keep in mind they've been doing this investigation together the whole time and he literally did not tell her yeah at all and like remember that part in the book where he's trying to steer her away yeah he kept like suspiciously being like oh synth is not important like, like don't let's let's and she's like are you dumb like, like it clearly, clearly they're it connected somehow exactly yeah. so you find out that hunt 
found out about the synth when he was on a job for Micah, like when he had to like kill those drug lords. And those drug lords told him that like two years ago some synth had leaked and that they had finally figured out the formula. And apparently the person who had leaked it was Danica. And now again, we're finding out stuff about Danica where I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, so apparently Danica was selling it and addicted to it. And that night when Danica died, she had taken too much of it and then murdered her whole pack and then killed herself afterwards. Yeah. And that's why they were all like shredded to ribbons. Yeah. And remember like in the recording when you hear like Danica like pleading like for something to stop, apparently like the only sound that they picked up on the recording was Danica and she was the one pleading like essentially for herself to stop. Like it, it was fucked. I read this and I was like, I was so shocked. Cause at this point you have no indication that it could be anything else other than this story. Like I was like, yeah, like this, it, it all seems like the story they give you seems to all add up. Like yeah, all and the I'm puzzle like, pieces seem to match. And I was like, oh my god, maybe Danica did. Like, so when I figured when they told us this, I was kind of like, excuse. Yeah. Um, and then you find out like it was never about the horn. Like Danica just did that to piss off Sabine. And like then it confirms that the Crystalose demon is a side effect of the synth because remember synth is made with black obsidian salt. So I guess when people take synth. The black obsidian salt like activates and like a crystal like that. I mean, that this part to me seemed like the one part that didn't really match. I was just like, this, this is such a stretch. Like, like the whole horn just to piss off Sabine. I didn't really buy that. Yeah, I was like, hey, that seems like it doesn't really fit. Cause and, like, like the crystal demon, I was like. That also seems like we're downplaying the importance of that. So that part was the only part where I was kind of like... Yeah, like, this is the part where I'm like, oh, okay, we're trying to, like, patch plot holes here, and it's really, like, wishy-washy, but whatever. So that's the story that they give you. And, like, obviously Bryce is livid that Hunt knew and didn't say anything, which Mm -hmm. is completely, like... Valid. He, he, like, shattered her. She was finally starting to be, like, happy and maybe... And open to start a relationship with someone. And, like, just live, like, a normal life after Danica, like, passed. And now he just, like, completely shattered, like, every happy thing she had. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, so fucking upsetting. Then he, like, Hunt tries to get near her. But then, like, Fury is there, too. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, people keep popping up Yeah, and she appears, like, holding a gun to his head and, like, backing up Bryce. And... Bryce is, like, basically laying into Hunt being, like, can't believe you knew, like, I never want to see you again, blah, blah, blah. And he's trying to explain that he never meant to hurt her and that he wanted to stop it. Like, he, once he saw those videos of what the, the synth actually could do to a person, yeah. he wanted to stop the deal. Um, and then he thought, like, rebelling was his path, but he realized that Bryce was his path all along. Yeah, he says this. He was, like... Hunt slid to his knees as if he begged her forgiveness. At first, yes, but it was all just based on a rumor of what it could do. Then tonight, I saw that footage you found, and I wanted to pull out from the deal. I knew it wasn't right, any of it. Even with the antidote, it was too dangerous. I realized all this was the wrong path. But you and me, Bryce, you are where I wanted to end up, a life with you. You are my fucking path. And she's like, no, thank you. No, because she's like, fuck you, dude. Like, I literally never want to see you again. So she throws that opal that he gave her, like, back at his head. Um, And she tells him that she never wants to see him again. And then her, Fury, and Therion leave. And Han is essentially in shackles, like, screaming after Bryce. Yeah, they put him in those, like, really intense shackles that, like, fucks with your magic. Yeah. Those, like, stone ones or whatever. Which were, like, similar to the ones we saw in Avatar. Avatar, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he's essentially, like screaming for her and uh-huh. she just leaves and then i guess like when she gets back to her apartment fury must have called rune because rune is waiting there for her and like he just holds her as she sobs like that's it and like bryce is thinking about basically how like fucked up this all is which is completely fair valid and like hunt lied to her how and how like she doesn't believe his bs about a life with her like he's basically like she's basically like 
I literally don't believe anything he said. I don't actually think he wanted a life with me. It was always about like being freed Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then like now she feels guilty that Danica has to live eternally in shame because Bryce gave up her spot in the afterlife so that Danica would have a spot in the bone quarter. Right. Whereas with that story that we just found out about Danica, if that's true, Danica's boat probably would have flipped over oh, and honey, she wouldn't she, have made it. To oh, the she would have gotten dumped in the river. Yeah. yeah. So Fury eventually comes back to the apartment and Bryce hears her talking with Rune. And so you find out what kind of happened to everyone Ugh. from Fury. And so Fury tells Rune that Micah crucified Justinian. And like is basically... Like, keeping him alive with a spell so that, like, his death is, like, insanely drawn out. Yes. And then he put Victoria's, like, wraith spirit or whatever Mm -hmm. in, like, a glass box and put it underneath Justinian's crucifying body so that she has to watch and then is planning to throw the box into, like, the depths of the sea so she'll be trapped in a little box forever. That's fucked. And then Mike apparently has planned something worse for Hunt, but hasn't decided what it is yet. Yeah, so Hunt is not dead, which is, I think, no. what everyone assumed, that he would, like, Micah was just going to kill them all. No, he's not dead, but we don't know what's happening to him yet. I mean, at this point, I was pretty confident of what was going to happen to Hunt. I was like... Which is what? You thought he was going to die? No, no. When I, when I read, like, Micah apparently had planned something worse for Hunt, I was like, literally, the only thing worse than death for Hunt is being back with Sandriel. Girl, you just ruined it. But, I, but like, seriously, though, when I was reading this, I was like, there's no other way. There's okay, well, that's what happens, but we'll oops, get there when we get there. Oops, oops. We haven't got there yet. That was the only thing I saw coming from this book. Everything else, I was tray confused. Everything else. I didn't even guess. I just kind of kept reading. I, I didn't know. Even, I didn't These ponder. last chapters, like, hit you like a fucking truck. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And then I just wanted to, like, keep reading. I, need, I needed to know what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So then, now we switch to Hunt's perspective, mm-hmm. and Hunt is, like, down in... Uh, like the, a cell in the comedium mm-hmm. and basically they put like a TV outside of his yeah. like cell forcing him to watch like Justinian's crucifixion and like Victoria's little box yeah and then Isaiah visits Hunt and asks him why he did it and then Hunt says because it has to stop at some point yeah and like he had visited the Viper Queen kind of like knowing she could get synth and like then their grand plan was literally to kill Micah, Sandriel, etc at the summit Mm -hmm. and I don't like they weren't gonna make it out alive probably not I don't think that they planned to live through it maybe they just planned to like help start the rebellion again yeah because like you know some people some people just need other people's like support to Mm -hmm. exactly start they need like a they need like a spark of something yes exactly yeah but then hunt like Isaiah is basically like dude like I don't understand why you did this like with patience and like you know, if you had been loyal to Micah, he probably would have let you off the hook. And Hunt is basically saying, like, you might be able to accept the bit in your mouth, but I never will. So, like, Hunt is telling Isaiah, you can probably bow to him and, like, follow him and whatever, but at the end of the day, I can't. Yeah. And then I, Isaiah thought that Hunt had, like, a reason to work towards free, freedom, a.k.a. Bryce. And then Isaiah even says, you know, you shattered her fucking heart. Yeah, which is just, like, everyone knew that they were kind of a thing. So even Isaiah to say, like, you shattered her fucking heart. Like, well, especially oh. if what they revealed on the boat, like, what Hunt was saying and stuff. Like, yeah. it's pretty obvious after that. Yeah. Yeah. So then Isaiah says that Micah hasn't decided what to do with Hunt yet. Mm-hmm. And then we switch back to Bryce. Um, and Leaba is obsessively watching the news, waiting to hear about Hunt. Yeah. And, like, what the plan is with Hunt. And, like, Bryce doesn't want to. She keeps telling Leaba to, like, turn off yeah. the TV, turn off the TV. And Leaba is, like, refusing. Yeah. And then someone comes to the door and it's the Autumn King. Yeah. And I was like, what? 
Like, see all these people popping up. Also, Bryce is back at work, which is just insane. I feel like if something like this happened to me, I'd be like curled up in a ball in bed. I'd be like, I quit. I'm never coming back to work. No, literally. But this bitch went back to work. Like, what a queen. And anyway. because Jessica probably threatened to like turn her into like a snake or some shit. <laughs> Who knows? She was like, um, I understand you got your heart shattered by like a really gorgeous angel. But like, if you don't show up to fucking work, I'm turning you into a lizard. Literally. I, I imagine that's how the conversation went down. Probably exactly like yeah. that. So he heard what happened on the river from Rune. Yes. The dutiful son. Yes. And the king tells her that like, her safety has been secured and that she will not be harmed to punish Hunt. Yeah, because I guess that was a thought for yes. a while. Like I'm sure even like that thought occurred in Micah's head. 100%. Like, oh, if I kill Bryce, like that's the ultimate punishment for for Hunt. But then I guess like politically, like that, that would have been be, a mess. Yeah, it would be kind of a scandal. Because she belongs to like the Fae, basically mm-hmm. the house of like what, sky and breath? I don't even fucking know. I think that that's I think that's right. Okay, great. We're going to go with that. Yeah. Um, and like basically the king came there not to see if she's okay, but to know if she's still looking for the horn. And Priorities. It, everyone, either the sword or the horn. It's like, dude, fuck Priorities. right off. Like things are happening. Yeah. But Bryce is like, no, because it's literally a fool's errand. And like the crystalos is being like accidentally summoned. Like basically she's like, it's just dumb. Like the horn does not matter anymore. And the king is like, I still think it's like worth it to look into. And then all of a sudden he starts talking about her mother and he's like saying how much he loved Ember and how much he regrets what happened and how he was ready to like make her queen. Like he had the papers and everything, Mm -hmm. which I think is just like, damn, you must have loved her a lot. Yeah, it's very interesting development because I didn't think that that's what their relationship was like at all. Yeah, I didn't think that it was like that either. Like, I literally thought that it was just like, I don't know, he loved her. She was pretty. They hooked up. They had a baby, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, but this is literally like, he was ready to kind of like throw Mm. tradition out the fucking window and make like a human, like a a regular woman, a queen. Yes. Yeah. Queen of Bang. Exactly. And then he warns Bryce that she is more like him than she thinks. And that's not a good thing. Yeah. I don't think she likes that he said that. No. No. That's insane. Yes. So then we're back with Hunt again Mm -hmm. and he's still in the holding cell. And Justinian is still left in the atrium crucified, whereas Victoria's box has been thrown to the bottom of the ocean. And then Sandra comes to visit him, and Mm. she has, like, his phone, and is, like, projecting it on the TV, and is, like, looking at messages and pictures of Bryce, Mm -hmm. and how it looks like he had a life with her, had a home, someone who cared for him. And so Sandra is basically mocking him and asking if this is what he wanted, to be freed and marry Bryce, essentially. Yeah, like, she was like, is this really what you wanted in the end, Hunt? To be freed one day, to marry the girl, to live out some ordinary basic life? Whatever would Shahar say? Which is just like, fuck you. Like, way to yeah, throw that in his honestly. face. And she says, like, he couldn't be patient. He had to choose revenge. And now he would never have Bryce. And Hunt now belongs to Sandriel. Yes. So that was Micah's punishment to him. Mm-hmm. He basically gave Hunt back to Sandriel, which is... Mm, yikes. Back with Bryce now. Mm-hmm. So we, we leave Hunt. She goes to like a bar to meet Rune. And basically she just like thanks him for taking care of her the other night. And I was like, oh, look, like we're going a step in the right direction with them. Because yeah. I want them to be friends. I want them to be friends too. Because Rune, like, I don't know. I And like, I guess you never will really know like how much he like hurt Bryce necessarily. But like, he seems like he loves her. I feel like he's literally done everything he possibly can think of to like try to make up for like that fight yeah, that they and have Bryce and Bryce still, is like not having it 
And like, mm, I wonder why. Like, exactly. is there more to it than exactly. just the fighting? Who knows? Maybe there is. Yeah. But Bryce is basically like, I feel like an idiot for believing Hun. Like, you guys all warned me, which is true. They all did warn mm-hmm. her. And then, like, before she leaves, Rune invites her to a sunball, like, watch party in a couple of weeks. And she's like, why do you keep bothering? Like, why still try and have a relationship with me? And Rune is like, well, why do you keep pushing me away? And he says to her, he makes a comment. He was like, it wasn't just about that fight. So it's like, huh, maybe there is something else other Mm -hmm. than just them, like, scrapping that one time. And then, like, Bryce kind of leaves off the conversation. She's like, you were my best friend before Danica. And eventually she, like, agrees, like, on a trial basis only to try and, like, rebuild their relationship. Yes, and she agrees to go to that, like, Sunball watch party, which I think that we've decided Sunball is actually basketball. Okay, so, yeah, originally we had said... Like, rugby slash football. Yes, but then Kat pointed out a good point. There's, like, a point in the book where, like, Hunt... It was Hunt, right? Yeah. He, like, kind of, like, Kobe's, like, a crumpled up something into, like, a basket. R.I.P. Oh, no, truly. Fuck. This year's been rough, dude. Honestly. Like, that was, like, the pinnacle of, like, the 2000s slash, like, 90s kids saying, like, Kobe every time you threw something into a basket. Fucking tragic. It is... Oof. But... Anyway. So he does that, and so that's why I'm thinking it's basketball. Yeah. Okay, but... (laughs) I don't know if anyone's ever watched this movie. It's called The Road to El Dorado, right? Oh, yes. Okay. So there's a movie called The Road to El Dorado. Everyone go look it up. And there's this one part in the movie where they play this game... And With, like, chinchillas? No, it's no. an armadillo. Oh, armadillo. Okay, so, like, an armadillo curls itself into a ball, and then the team has to, like, only using their hips, basically, like, shoot the armadillo through these, like, hoops on a wall. And for some reason, that is what I'm picturing Sunball, like, maybe just, like, minus the armadillo. That's so specific. I know, but I don't know why. Like, after you said basketball, then I immediately thought of, like, the Road to El Dorado scene, and I was like... This is 100% what Sunball is. For oh, sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're just using... Maybe just about provides the armadillos. <laughs> I don't know. They're actually humans that were turned into armadillos. Oh, my God. That'd be funny. Yikes. Well, actually, no. That'd be very sad, but I don't know. That's what I'm picturing. Okay. That's what you're picturing. <laughs> Tell us what you're picturing. We're curious. Do you picture an armadillo game or do you picture basketball like a normal person? <laughs> Basketball is probably the answer that you're going to go for. Mm. Anyways, back to the plot. So Fury is at Bryce's apartment when she gets home. And she tells Bryce that Micah basically has given Hunt to Sandriel. And at first, Bryce thinks that he deserves whatever punishment he gets. She's so mad. like So she's like, fuck you. Yeah, good. And then Fury asks if they were together because, you know, she smells Hunt everywhere. Because apparently you can just smell that stuff. And Bryce kind of gets defensive. She's like, well, he did live here. And she basically is like, we weren't a thing. Hunt is a liar. Mm -hmm. Now they start getting like deep. So Fury's like, dude, Danica did some like fucked up shit. Maybe he wasn't lying. And Bryce is like, I'm over it. I'm over all this shit. You should just leave and ignore me for another two years. Like she's just getting, she's just angry at this Mm -hmm. point. Like Mm -hmm. she's going through her stages of grief. This is her being angry, pissed off. And Fury's like, I didn't ignore you. Bad things happen when I get too close to people because she's like, you know, you guys like became my friends and one of you got slot. Like she's just, Fury's also upset. And I guess this is just how she grieved for Danica when Danica died. Mm -hmm. And then Bryce is like, well, you still talk to Juniper. And Fury says, I could no longer stop talking to her. Then I could rip out my own fucking heart. And then we realize that Fury and Juniper are together. Are together. And I was and like, this is new information. oh, this makes so mm-hmm. much sense. Because I was kind of wondering at the beginning, like, 
I was like, oh, maybe Fury and Bryce were never that close. Like, they weren't really good friends because you know Fury is still talking to Juniper. Yeah. But then I was like, ah. This makes more sense. This makes way more sense. So, like, Fury is grieving in her own way. And, like, you can't really knock people for, like, how they decide to grieve. And, Mm -hmm. like, some people do just, like, hide and not want to talk to anyone. Um, But she couldn't stop talking to Juniper because they were in love. Or Mm -hmm. they are in love, I guess. Yeah, they're still together. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we get more Fury, Juniper goodness in the next books that would be nice i would love to i would love to read it i would love to see the friends more in it Mm -hmm. that'd be really good yeah um yeah and even bryce was like oh shit i understand no worries and fury is basically like i was going through my own shit like i was watching i like watched one of my friends get slaughtered and like fury makes sure bryce is okay she's like you're good right like if i leave and she basically is like let's try and hang out next time when i'm in town and maybe not scream at each other and then after Fury leaves, Bryce, like, in her head, is she like, I, she's like, I promised I wouldn't do anything stupid. I didn't say I wouldn't do something smart. And you're like... Yes. Because... What the fuck? Fury is like, don't do anything about the Hunt situation. Like, don't do anything stupid. So clearly, she's about to do something... Stupid. About the Hunt situation, yeah. And it's gonna be stupid. Oh, it's gonna be so fucking dumb. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so... Then we go back to Hunt, and Sandril has finally come to collect Hunt, and she's brought, like, Pollux with her. Yeah. Who's, like, one of, like, the brutal commanders of, like, her guard. Yeah, apparently he's, like, sadistic. Yes. I think his nickname is, what, the Hammer? I think? Oh, or is that someone else? I, I can't know. remember. They all have... Everyone in her guard has, like, a really like, creepy Hammer, like, nickname. Hind, Hellhound, Hawk, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't know. They, she really likes the letter H. Apparently. Yeah. So, as they're leaving... Bryce comes, like, running in out of nowhere, telling them to wait. And so she wants to buy Hunt from Sandriel, and she's brought, like, a 97 million gold mark check made from, like, Jessica's accounts. And you're like, holy shit. Yes. And even Hunt is, like, how many – She he's, like, wondering how many years Bryce added to her debt and how mm-hmm. he literally does not deserve her. Yeah. Which is accurate. So then she even offers Sandriel her necklace. Yeah. Like that, the, like that, that... Arkesian amulet. Yeah, which is supposed to be, like, a big amulet that, like, will protect you from... Like, enchantments, yeah, magic, yeah. everything. Yeah. So then Sandriel, like, melts it down, and Bryce is, like, devastated. Like a fucking bitch, she melts yes. it down. I and then Hunt tells her to, like, leave, tells yeah. Bryce to leave. And Bryce sinks to her knees and offers herself in his place. Yes. And... Rune pops in, is like yelling at her, of course, Rune not to do in. it, and telling Sandril not to listen. Mm-hmm. Then Sandril is like, "Oh, I know your secret. The only daughter of the Autumn King. And like, what a prize like, would would you be to have?" And everyone is like, "What?" Like even Hunt is like shocked. Yes, no one saw this coming. Also, with Rune, there's like Declan and Flynn, and they're and like, they're like, excuse, like you didn't tell you us, never like, told what us what the fuck. Yeah, so then Rune tells Sandriel that Bryce is technically his property under like Fela. Yeah, she belongs to him and his father, like the father, basically. Yes. Um, and Bryce is like, um, no, I'm not. And like she's essentially like, I dead ass will like never forgive you for this. Yeah. Because like Rune at this point is like dragging her away. He's yes. like has his arms around her and he's pulling her away and she's yelling and she's screaming at Hunt saying like, I'll never stop fighting for you. And then it's like she's like, I'll find another way type yeah. of thing. And as Hunt passes her, he decides to like hurt her kind of, I guess. Hoping that like she'll stop fighting for him. Because he doesn't want, because he knows that like if Sandriel gets her hands on Bryce, like it's going to be pretty. bad news bears. Yeah. And he's like, she already literally gave up her soul for Danica. Like, if Sandriel does something to her and she dies, 
she's like dead 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 like she'll never have an afterlife and as he passes her he was like never come looking for me again like I owe you, you we owe each other nothing to yeah thing. like yeah. bye and then later on, Rune is like, you're stupid. Do you know what Sandra, like, does to her slaves? Mm-hmm. And Bryce, like, leaves him being like, I hate you. Like, yeah, she we're done. Out. I never want to talk to you again. Mm-hmm. And we're back to square one with that relationship. Exactly. <laughs> and Flynn and Declan are like, WTF, why did you tell us about her? Like, she's our princess. And Rune is like, technically, she's not. Because the king hasn't, like, claimed her or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, like, Rune doesn't want the Autumn King to know that this happened. Yeah. So it's just like damage control from here on out. Mm-hmm. So Bryce goes to the water by like the bone quarter because I guess she's like, I don't know, like going to talk to Danica. I guess it's like visiting someone's like grave, grave you yeah. know, like you go to the cemetery, whatever. Yeah. So she's basically like, Danica, I wish you were here, da da da. And then a fucking crystals demon tackles Bryce. Like, I thought we were done nowhere. with this shit. I don't know. Literally thought we were done yeah. with this shit. And they tackle her into the water too. Like yeah. she's drowning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then. Flynn, Declan, and Rune, who clearly, like, followed her, save her. They, like, Everyone's pull her out of the... Bryce. Honestly. Mm-hmm. They pull her out of the water, whatever. They kill the demon. And then she just... She tells them that this was probably, like, just a freak accident. And that people taking synth accidentally can summon the demon. And Rune is like, well, just in case this is targeted, like, you're staying with me. And she goes, fuck right off. And she walks back to her apartment. And, like, basically has a mental breakdown. Yeah. So that's where we're at right now. Yep. Everything is just spiraling. Fucking shitty. And I think, so here on out, chapter 73 onwards, is where shit goes down. Truly. Like, everything that happens here on out. It's just like 20 chapters of just shit going down. I honestly think that I cried a fuck ton of times at the end of this book. Harder than I cried at Akawar. There are like two moments that really got me. And when we get to them, I will point it out. There are like some parts of this that like, I really want to read because they're so well written. Like, I love the quotes. And, like, I honestly might tear up reading them because they just, like, shatter my heart. Like, I teared up reading Aquar. I cried. See, I didn't cry at Aquar. I know you didn't. I was like, eh. I, like, cried. Like, it was, like, a gentle cry. But this, I, like, kind of ugly cried a little bit at some parts. But anyways. So let's get to those parts. Let's let's get to yeah. that. So now we're at the summit. Yes. And Hunt is there. And it is being held in, like, a desert five hours away from Crescent City or, yeah. like, a one-hour... Like, angel flight. Flight or, like, a 30-minute helicopter ride. Either way, it's far away from... It's very far. Yes, which is important. Which is important. Yes, for later. Mm-hmm. So, basically, everyone important is there. And Hunt realizes that that witch who helped them at the clinic... Uh-huh. Actually, the witch queen, Hypaxia. Boom. So that's her name. Exactly. All the times we're like, well, what is her name? And she was being all like, ooh, like mysterious and shit. It's because she's the literal new witch queen. Yes. Yeah. And we didn't fan cast her last episode because we wanted to wait to this one where we actually get her name. Yes, yes, yes. But now we can say who we, we, who we would have cast. Yes. Which is? Who do we cast? I forgot. Zendaya. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because I just feel like Zendaya has that like badass air about her that like you'll see that Hypaxia has. I love has. Zendaya. Yes. I love her so much. And I also love Hypaxia's character. Yes. Like she's she's so like understatedly badass. Agreed. And you'll see. Yeah. But yeah so you find out that Hypaxia is the queen and the same witch from the clinic. Yes. Very cool. Then the Asterian guard arrives and it's like 49 angels and their like wings are like pure white. They're basically like the elite of the elite. Like, mm-hmm. the, they're, like, bred to be in the guard. Yes. And then finally, Sandril and Micah arrive, and everyone gets seated. So at this point, it was just, like, a procession of 
Yeah, Literally everyone fucking was just every- walking in. Like, the River Queen's daughter is here. Therion's here. Like, Jessica. Like, literally everyone is mm-hmm. here. Um, and then as everyone's seated, the Asteri appear on, like, the widescreen. And then they're, like, in their, like, whatever, in Eternal City. And there's six of them and a seventh empty chair to, like, honor their fallen sister. Because, like, one of them had died. And then, like, Hunt is kind of, like, looking up at the Asteri and everyone else has their heads bowed so Hunt is being kind of like ballsy by doing this and when he does this Rune catches his eye and fucking starts talking in Hunt's head which is like a secret power he has from his mother's side which I yeah, thought was like he can like t- like telepathy or whatever like yeah. he can talk between minds yes very Edward Cullen of him um well, kind of kind but like of. Edward Cullen can like reply to you I know that's true he can like send send a little mind message back to you and basically he tells Hunt that like he doesn't think he's such an ass and Hunt is like, likewise. And then like Rune confirms he didn't know that the Medi-Witch was the queen. Because remember like Rune kind of has the hots for the Medi-Witch. Like he kind of likes her. Yes. And the queen was who the Autumn King had suggested that Rune like marry. So he's like, oh, isn't this a fucking development? Like, oh, well, you know what? If it's you, I don't mind marrying you. He's like, ooh, maybe. Like, actually, I agree. I agree. I take back when I said no. And then, like, the Asteria officially anoint Hypaxia as the queen of, like, the Valbaran witches. And then they're like, okay, great. The meeting can start. Boom. Yeah. And here we go. So then we see Bryce watching the news of the summit and is relieved to see that Hunt is alive. Yeah. And she doesn't believe that he meant what he said in the committee and lobby. Like when he said, like, don't search for me. Like, we don't owe each other anything. Like, she doesn't buy that. I think she knows him pretty well. And she's finally starting to get over that, like, anger stage of her grief. And she's really starting to, like, look at things critically. And she's like, you know what? Like, something's not adding up. And obviously she doesn't want Hunt to be with... Sandriel because she knows that that's like the literal worst possible thing that could happen to him Mm -hmm. and like you find out that Bryce has been sleeping in his room every night wearing his shirt which is like cute oh baby Isaiah mailed her back the opal that Bryce had thrown at Hunt yeah and I think he said in it like he miss or like he's sorry Mm -hmm. or something like that and then Bryce tells Leaba that you know oh you're a good friend and Leaba promises that they'll get through this together. It's just like this cute little scene where like Bryce finally acknowledges that like Leaba's been there from the get-go and has always been like super positive and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Leaba's like, you, me, and Syrinx, we'll get through this together. And I was like, so cute. They're little family. Yeah. So then now we're back at the summit and Rune is like, oh, this is so hella boring. And there's lots of talk about the rebellion and like how everyone has to like Give their forces, yada yada. And like, humans suck, blah, blah, blah. And he's also talking to Hypaxia. And she's like, well, you never asked who I was. Um, Also, I'm not interested in marriage, bye. (laughs) So she like shuts that shit down like real quick. (laughs) She's like, you know, I'm not interested in any changes to my life at this moment. Yeah, she's like, well, which kind of makes sense. Like she's just been crowned like fucking queen of the witches. Her mother passed away. She's still in like mourning for her mom. Yeah, like shit's going down. So she's like, no, no, thank you. Bye. (laughs) And so Sandra is presiding over the meeting today because Micah has been called away for an important meeting. Whatever Hmm. that means. Wonder where he is. Yes. And so she's talking about like supply chains and boring shit. And like the supply chain she wants to build like goes through this like mer territory, like the mer people territory. Mm-hmm. And the mer people don't want it because it's gonna destroy like the ecosystem and the fit and like the fishing industry. And Sandra is like, I don't give a fuck. Um 
we're gonna build the thing and we'll just compensate you like give you money yeah and then hypaxia like pipes up and see this is where she's like understated badass like hypaxia doesn't like yell she doesn't scream she's just like well you know in the last war there was this territory that a supply line was built through and it was like the same like they said that we would like that the mer people would be compensated but they were only compensated for like a couple seasons and the forests still haven't grown back like what are you going to do sandril are you going to compensate them for 2000 seasons until the end of time and like she basically sticks up for the mer people and like shockingly sandril is the one who like yields to hypaxia which is like yeah because she has no idea what to say so she's like all right i guess we'll deal with this later yeah and then rune wonders like if the if like hypaxia has something on sandriel which like i'm i'm wondering too like, yeah what's going on there so then back to bryce and she's basically like living at the gallery right now and she's mm-hmm. canceled like all of her appointments she doesn't want to see anyone like who wants to buy the stupid art at the gallery yeah and she's like she grabbed like the last Arkesian amulet yeah um, I guess they had like yeah like because hers was destroyed by Sandriel and like no good last, reason and this is the yeah. last one I think so right? she grabbed another one and like um Jessica's safe or whatever and so she has two interviews lined up for new jobs because she wants to stop working for Jessica because she, she's she crazy to, she wants to move on yeah and she's trying to figure out how to repay her debt for her syrinx yeah so she has all these like law books open and shit and like she's also trying to find out a way to like get hunt back too yes and then out of freaking nowhere Micah walks in and by the way she's in the library in the basement yes so the secret library that like is forbidden no one's really supposed to know about it they have like really intense books down and so all the doors were locked like it's not like she left it open he just he just walked right in as if all those locks and enchantments did nothing to him and it's just like what the fuck yeah and i'm like Micah why aren't you at the summit Bryce doesn't seem that important what you doing here and Micah's like i'm here to see you interesting and then back at the summit there's a lot of back and forth in these chapters yes. of, like, yeah. the two spots. Jessica gets a message, and then she kind of starts, like, panicking, and she's like, uh, you guys need to see this. Like, everyone needs to see something. So she gets Declan to put, like, her phone screen on the large TVs, like, around the room, and everyone notices that it's, like, Bryce and Micah. And Sandril is like, what the fuck? He said he had a meeting, dot, dot, dot. And then Bryce texts Jessica one word, and she texts help. And Hunt is immediately worried. Like, immediately, because he's like, why is Micah there? Like, what's going on? Yeah, and then Ruin gets Flynn to send an ox group to the gallery. Yeah, so they're starting to do, like, damage control. Yeah, which... Now. And that ox group takes forever Like, to get there. literally, like, they did they fucking walk? Like, I crawl? Yeah. I don't know. So, that, so, essentially, they're watching this all play out on this big screen. Yeah. So, f- from now on, everyone is watching exactly what Bryce and Micah are doing the whole time. And... Can I say I was appalled by this because we were just watching everything that goes down and not doing anything. It was like some fucked up game of like Survivor or something. Literally. Like, and I was like, so you're weird. just watching this and no, no one's going to help her? Wow. Some world we live in. Literally. Like that TikTok like lives rent free in my brain. I'm no, it's you. truly you say it any opportunity yeah. you get. And it was perfect for this opportunity. Yes. So anyways, on the screen, they're watching Micah mock Bryce about the law books on the table and how she still doesn't believe that Danica was addicted to synth. Yeah, he's basically like, wow, like you fucking peasant, basically like you're not going to figure anything out, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So essentially he's saying that like these books are not allowed in the library and that they're banned titles because you find out that these books existed before the Asteri rule, that it's like... These books existed when it was a world of just humans. Yeah, and you find out this library that she's in is actually the great library of Parthos, which was like that like mythical, mythical 
city. Yeah. Which actually existed. Exactly. And, like, Hunt was kind of, like, teasing Bryce that she, like, believed in it. But it's pretty fucking real. This reminds me of, like, the Library of Alexandria that got, like, burned down in, like, real... Like, it's an actual thing. There was this, like, stunning library in Alexandria. See, that's where your mind went to. Mine... My mind went to the lost city of Atlantis. Oh, my... <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, aha, it's in the water. To be fair, though, I mean, that also kind of, like, makes sense because there are some people who believe that, like, Atlantis is real. I do. Cat does. Why not? Hey, I'm with you. It would be really fucking cool. Have you ever... You know the... What's the, that movie? Atlantis? Uh, Atlantis. Oh, I love, the with Milo? With Milo and... Cute. I forget all the other characters. Kira? That's, like, one that I haven't watched Oh, um, Oh, my God. I fucking love that movie. I used to have a big fat crush on Milo. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, they're actually in the Great Library of Parthos, which... And everyone is, like, at the summit because they're watching this. They're, like, blink, blink because... It's just a myth. And Bryce is like playing stupid, kind of. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it's just a library. And Micah's like, I know this is true. And I know that the Arkesian amulet that you have was worn by the priestesses who used to protect the library. And yeah, so it's all kind of like getting tied together. And he tells her like this quick little story of like how the last stand of the humans during the first war was actually at the library and the humans had died to save these books because they're essentially saving 2000 years of knowledge of the humans before the Asteria arrived. So like before the Asteria arrived, like the humans were like fucking thriving and like doing their own thing. But then when the Asteria came, they tried to stamp out all of this information mm-hmm. that like the human, that the humans were living like a totally fine life before they got there. Exactly. And it's like, ugh, this shit happens in real life. Like when people like burn books and we lose like knowledge and stuff. This is why books are important guys. Exactly. And people do die to, like, protect books and protect knowledge and protect information. Anyways, I'm just getting on my, like, fucking soapbox so, now. <laughs> well, to that, Jessica, who's watching this on the screen, is literally begging everyone to send ox groups to save the books. Because the books are what's really important. I mean, I, I get what she's saying, but, but like, also, like, priorities. like, girl, Bryce. But is... also, I mean, if the ox group there are there, they'll help Bryce as well. Exactly. So then, Micah tells Bryce to take a seat, and he wants to talk to her about... Her giving him the Luna horn. And you're like, what? Uh, excuse? What? I thought we were done with that. I literally thought that yeah. was done. Like, what's so going on? Micah is convinced that Bryce knows where the horn is and that she knows it could be fixed with synth. So he's like, you figured this all out. And so then he says that he figured it out when Bryce gave up her original necklace to um, Sandril. Sandril. And the second she took it off, she got attacked by the Chrysalis. And you're like... Oh, because, this is all getting tied together. Yes. Because Danica stole the horn, had it ground into powder, and mixed it with the witch ink and got it tattooed on Bryce. So, so Bryce is the fucking horn. That this tattooed. whole time, Bryce is the horn. I was just like... I didn't see this coming. This to me was like... No, no. I, I honestly didn't see this coming either. Like, maybe we're just fucking stupid. Like, I don't know. But I li- I knew Bryce had something to do with the horn. I literally did not think. Yeah. So this whole time, Bryce thought that the meaning of the of the language on the on her back was like through love, all is possible. Mm-hmm. But that's actually not what it meant. Mm-hmm. The writing um, Danica had like specifically picked, like no one could understand it. Yeah. But it's actually the phrase is like how you activate the horn or some shit like that. It's crazy. And everyone at the summit is like question mark, question mark, question mark. Hunt is raging like he's trying to like walk but then like sandrio like pins him like back with like her wind power and like i think she like shoves the wind like down his throat so he like can't talk Mm -hmm. or something like that so everyone you know is still watching this go down at the summit and 
back at the gallery, mm -hmm. Micah thinks that a blast of power from him in combination with like her fae, like starborn lineage blood mm -hmm. and the synth should be enough to activate a blow to the horn. Yeah. So that's his like bright idea. Yeah. And then Micah, you find out, was the one who killed Danica and the pack. Because, so now you're finding out basically the whole backstory. Yes, because Micah, you know, like a true villain, is Literally. revealing all of his plans. So instead of just, like, getting the job done, he's, like, basically, like, talking about how he pulled it all off. like Which is, like, such a quintessential villain move. Love it. So Micah was the one who killed Danica in the pack because Danica found out about the trials. And he was the one who had originally dumped the synth on the streets knowing that Danica would try and get it because she's a good fucking person so that people wouldn't take it and go crazy. And then Micah caught her with the synth that she was confiscating and he like basically made her believe that no one would think that the party princess was confiscating it. So he made her like do him a favor and the favor was like he caused the blackout the night she stole the horn and she stole the horn. Yes, but Danica made the connection that the synth could repair the horn and then Micah wanted to use the horn, so she hid it before he could fix it and help his people. And that's why he murdered her. Yeah. So basically he wants it to make sure that he can like decimate the human armies and stop them from bringing the ward of Albara. So like he wants the horn to open up the like the rift or whatever between worlds. And Bryce is like, are you serious? Like you're gonna open up like a rift to hell? And apparently he wants to open up a rift to a world that would grant him power and specifically power like an Asteri. And she's like, dude, you're, you're fucked. fucked. And like he had waited until Philip Briggs was released and then went to the apartment, injected Danica with synth and watched her kill her pack and then herself. And so this is where I'm like sad because that part was actually true. She did kill her whole pack yeah. and herself, not like of her own will, free will. Yeah, it's not like she was addicted to the synth yes, and took but it. But still, I just thought that was like a brutal way to like for them to have died. What a brutal fucking way to go. And then to like live in the afterlife knowing that like even if you didn't mean to do it, you essentially killed pretty much everyone closest to you. Yeah. It's it's fuck it's gross. And he did cuz he didn't really want to get actual blood on his hands, right? Mm -hmm. He wanted her to be the one to do it. Yeah, well, because he he needed everything to, to, to tie in a box. Like, exactly. if anyone investigated this. Yeah. And, like, basically what he says is, like, he spent the last two years summoning the Crystalos demon to try and, like, find this horn until he realized that Bryce is, like, basically, like, her immense love for Danica would lead her to find the horn because she couldn't... She wouldn't just let Danica die in vain. Like, she would keep going to keep figuring out what happened. Yes. And then he also planted the seed of the phase like waning power to nudge the king into sending rune to look for the horn as well because mm -hmm. he, he kind of figured that whole like calls to like shit yeah so he's like oh any extra help we can get like yes. that'd be great so rune realizes that every time he was looking for the horn it would always lead him to back to bryce which is like ah completely but again you're not gonna think that like a human's the horn no so you're gonna see the human be like oh yeah. Maybe it's around you. He was like, he was like, oh, like I, I want to go to the library that she has or things like that. But it always just happened to be around Bryce. Yes. So then Micah summoned the Crystalos and killed all those people to like nudge them along in the investigation. Mm -hmm. And he blew up the club to breed more hate between like the, the Vanier and the humans. Mm -hmm. And he also was the one who burned down Bryce's apartment, betting that she would blame Hunt when his synth plan was revealed. So he orchestrated this whole fucking thing. Yes. And this is when Hunt realizes that Micah probably would have just killed them both at the end of the investigation. Yeah. Like he never really planned to like Well, because it would it would have ended one of two ways. They would have figured all this out themselves. Uh-huh. And if they figured this out, Micah would have killed them. 100%. Or they would have never figured it out and then things would have just kept going as before. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, Micah started to kind of figure 
it out that Bryce was the horn when mm-hmm. the demon attacked Hunt after he touched some of like Danica's things. Yeah. And then he knew for sure when Bryce took the amulet off and the demon like went straight for her. Which is like, okay, makes yes. total sense. Yeah. Because he also saw a picture of Bryce's back tattoo. Yeah. And, and that's like, when he like put things together. Like when he saw mm-hmm. um, Sandriel melt the amulet and stuff. Yeah. Like it all kind of went together. Mm-hmm. And then he tells Bryce that the shape of the horn doesn't matter because it will still work even as a tattoo. And, like, he was never really worried that, like, like people, like, would question the fact that, like, Briggs did it because people literally thought that Briggs was, like, a fucking lunatic. And then at the end of Micah's story, Bryce, like, casually, like, looks back at the camera that's been, like, recording and projecting all this to the summit to check if it's still on. And then that's when everyone realizes that she's been leading Micah through a full confession. Yeah, she's, like, egging him on, like, asking him questions. Like, oh, how yeah. did you know this? How did you know that? Because everyone, like, is thinking they're, like, Bryce, run. Bryce, run. But she's not. She's just standing there asking him questions. So, I guess in her mind, she's, like, if I'm not going to make it out of this alive, I might as well get, like, like a, a full, full confession. confession. Yeah. So, so that everyone he can knows get his, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, Hunt is, like, terrified, but, like, low-key proud of her. He's, like, that's my girl. That's my girl. She's so yes. fucking smart. And then, Micah injects her with synth and you're like, the horn. <gasps> Yeah, so it, it, essentially, a Bryce is like a ticking time bomb because at some point that synth, after it fixes the horn, is going to make her like shred herself. Exactly. And like after he injects her, she actually like gets away from Micah before he can like use the horn. Also, I had like very weird images of like Micah using the horn because it's like tattooed on her. I'm like, what does he have to do? Like blow on her finger? It's very weird. Are you okay? Honestly, no. I just, my mind, like, went places when I was reading this. What? Because because he was like, oh, I can blow the horn anyways. And I think, like, Bryce says something like, blow, blow me or yeah. something. So it's like, I was getting, like, do you have to blow her for it to work? Do you have to, like, you know, do some naughty, not anyways. No. Which is gross with Micah. No. But I do love Peter Facinelli. So if he does ever get cast as Micah, I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. Anyways. So Micah picks up Syrinx and throws him in, like, the nook tank. And wanting Bryce to like yield and like yeah come so, here essentially. So he so thinks like if he throws Syrinx in like the tank, like she'll do whatever he wants, kind of thing. Yes. And like Bryce tries to get to Syrinx because Syrinx can't swim. It's yes. so sad. And the nook is gonna eat him. Like literally straight up eat him. But Micah like pins her down with his like power. And when he pins her down, she's like reaching towards books, and you get to like read. Some, Some of the, the book titles. Yeah. And one of the book titles is Book of Breathings, which, which is, is like a little Easter egg to Akatar. Yeah, because Book of Breathings was like, and then it makes me wonder, like, where in the timeline is this? The future. The future, right? Like, yeah, like way, way in the future. So, like, Akatar. the humans must have kept, like, I don't know. It was just really interesting. I'm imagining, though, that, like, maybe the, like, the Fae from, like, I don't know, maybe Akatar or something crossed over crossed over to a new world and they bring the breed the book of the breathings with, yeah or the book of breathings with them yes something like that very good but and all and i think it's like pretty much established that like all her books are like connected like, somehow yeah. or maybe in like alternate universes or whatever yes they all, i think like throne of glass and akatar like alternate universes yes because yes. she like plummets through all the different universes and just when she sees like, like Feyre and, and Reese or whatever pregnant yeah stuff. yeah so this was cool i like this but then Eventually, Micah sends white hot flames into her back, and like some power like explodes out of her, but like no portal opens. So everyone's like kind of scratching their head. Yes. So you find out that Bryce had figured out that she had 
the horn after yeah. the crystals attacked her as well. Mm-hmm. And then she opens a book which blasts Micah into like the bathroom and Leaba opens another book to like shut the door and like keep it shut. Yeah, so Micah's in a bathroom right yeah, now. Yeah, so essentially this has like bought her some time. Yeah. And in the summit room, Hunt is still trapped by Sandriel's power, but asks Sandriel to like help her. Mm-hmm. And Sandriel like is using some like freaking excuse and she's like, oh, I have no jurisdiction in Micah's territory. Basically being like a flat out bitch. Yeah. And Rune and everyone watches essentially as Bryce jumps into the nook tank to save Syrinx. And then Flynn calls this her ordeal. Which I guess like makes sense. Like this is the thing. Hell of an ordeal. Fucking, it's like way more intense than anyone else's ordeal. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. But Bryce does eventually get Syrinx out of the tank. Like she like, I guess like plops him over, but she gets dragged back under by the nook. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, this bitch is going to die in the tank. And then she actually ends up escaping the nook by like squeezing his its balls or whatever. Which I mean is always a good piece of advice. Always go for the groin. Always go for the groin, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. Yeah, and then literally everyone is watching this go down as if it's, like, some fucking sporting event. It is so fucked up. Like, it's literally, like, almost like she's, like, a reality TV show. Like, this, you know what it reminds me of, like, an episode of, like, Black Mirror, where, like, you watch people go through, like, terrifying shit, and, like, you're not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's literally insane. Um... She yeah, ends so up she, getting out of the tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she does resuscitate Syrinx. And they all try and make a break for it. So, like, Bryce picks up Syrinx and, like, Leia buzz with them. But Leia knows that they're not all going to make it out in time. And this is when I, we all get sad. Honestly, thinking about that, I... So, I, we were doing the summary of this the other day. And, like, as I was rereading it, like, I literally started crying again. So, I'll read it or else if she reads it, it's going to cry. I... I still might cry, but So Leaba tells Bryce to go and that she'll buy them time. Mm-hmm. And Bryce tells Leaba that, you know, that she's free because Bryce bought Leaba's freedom from Jessica and she was waiting to tell her and, like, was going to have, like, a little party for Leaba. But, like, Leaba actually already knew because she, like, snooped and saw the papers and, like, the desk. Mm-hmm. And then she says, like, this really cute thing. She goes, then let the world know that my first act of freedom was to help my friends. And then they tell each other, they love each other, and as Leaba is, like, summoning her power, Bryce makes it to the top of the stairs and shuts the door sobbing. And everyone is watching Leaba, and essentially she sends, like, three blasts into, like, the nook tank, chanting, like, a prayer. And, like, the prayer is this. Um, I am a descendant of Ranthea Drawl, Queen of Embers. She is with me now, and I am not afraid. My friends are behind me. And I will protect them. My friends are with me, and I am not afraid. <laughs> it's so sad. It's okay. It's okay. It's so sad. And then she pushes herself into, like, the cracks that she's caused in the tank. Mm -hmm. And then everyone in the summit room is, like, standing, like, hand on their heart, like, honoring Leaba as she sends, like, one final push into this tank just as, like, Micah bursts out of the washroom and, like, the tank water and everything, like, splashes into Micah, causing a bit of a distraction. And now Leaba's dead. Because... Um, the minute, like, water, like, douses, like, a sprite, a, a fire, fire sprite, sprite. They, they died. Oh, my yeah. God. This literally, so, she's so small, and she did something so big. I love, I, Sanders literally I literally, because oh. number one, I love Leia She is by far one of my favorite characters in this book. She's so fucking sassy, and she's just so, like, unapologetically her, and, like, loves Bryce, and, like, never lets, like, Bryce's, like, sometimes shitty attitude, That's like, enter. literally, like, <laughs> Guys, so, literally a tear is going down Cass's face. It's so sad. I was so upset when she died. 
I, I don't know if we told you this, I think we did, but there was a part where Cass literally wanted to watch me read, and if I didn't cry, she said, I'll judge you, and this was the scene. And she did cry. I did cry. Thankfully. I'm not crying now. Ugh, it's so sad. But yeah. I cried when I read it the first time. Anyways, Leiba's dead. And so is the Nook, because the Nook can't survive, like, yes. outside of water. And, like, Bryce... Keep in mind, she's fueled by synth, right? So synth is like giving her all this like power and adrenaline. She runs into Jessica's office with syrinx and starts to assemble the God Slayer rifle. Which remember, we always got like little mentions of this rifle here and there throughout the book. And now it's become important. Yeah. While she's assembling this, she goes into like this um, like safe mm -hmm. and she pulls out a vial and she swallows the liquid from the vial. And you're like, what? I mean, I knew what it was. Right. Did you know what it was? Yeah, like I had assumed, but it didn't explicitly tell you at this point, right? No, it didn't. Mm -hmm. But I, but like I put two and two together. Yeah. So, okay. Just say it. We'll just tell you. So the liquid that she actually ends up drinking was the antidote that the that hypoxia created. So remember hypoxia was like, oh, I'll send you back a little bit of the venom because it'll remind you of your struggles. She didn't just send Bryce the venom. She sent her the antidote. And Bryce had actually put it in the safe. Like yes. That's why I knew what she was drinking. Yes. But everyone watching this go down on the screen is very know, didn't know what she was drinking. Everyone is watching Bryce put together the rifle and she loads it with that like memento mori like bullet. And as Micah is walking up the stairs, Bryce shoots Micah straight through the head, which I was like, right between the eyes. Fucking damn. Yep. And she only had one bullet. So if she missed, it would have been no bueno for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. So, essentially when you kill Angel, like an arch angel, mm -hmm. like time like warps a bit or something, like yeah. it slows down. So, apparently at the summit, like Hunt is like watching as like time slows and the bullet makes its way through like Micah's head. Like slowly. Yes. And then to be super hella dramatic, mm -hmm. Bryce appears with like Danica's sword. Out of nowhere, we get the sword again and she slices Micah in complete halves. And not like half like oh like bottom half top half like half lengthwise like a hot dog cut yeah it's fucked and then Han thinks that this is her last act before like the thin the synth takes over and this is what he says he's like bryce his bryce his friend and everything that was more than that she was his and he was hers and he should have told her that should have told her in the committee and lobby that she was the only person who mattered who would ever matter to him and he'd find her again even if it took him a thousand years he'd find her and do everything sandra had mocked him about <sighs> cute i also was crying during this scene yeah and then he notices that her eyes look like clear and she doesn't look like crazed which is like i guess how people on synth like look towards yes the end. and then i Hypoxia basically whispers the antidote worked. So then that's when you find out like what she drank was the antidote. And everyone is like, oh my fucking god. Yeah. And yeah, so Hypoxia explains like, oh, I didn't send Bryce the venom. Like I sent her the antidote just in case. And that's what Bryce drank. And so then again, Bryce being a little dramatic here. I fucking love it. Everyone watches as Bryce pours gasoline onto Micah's body. I love this so much. And then Hunt says this, which, okay... I know it's extremely violent, but for some reason it just resonated with me because I thought it was like so sexy. He was like, this is what he's saying about Bryce. He's like, vengeance incarnate, wrath's bruised heart. She would bow for no one. Hunt's lightning sang at the sight of that brutal, beautiful face. Like he literally loves her no matter how brutal she is. Yeah. So she burns Micah's body. And then once all that's left of him is ashes. Yep. 
She grabs a vacuum from the supply closet and just cleans up Micah's ashes. Which I thought was like, I fucking love it so much. What an ending to such a powerful being. He literally gets sucked up in a vacuum. Which I thought was just such a one last fuck you to him. Mm -hmm. And you know what this reminded me of? This reminded me of how upset I was um, in the Harry Potter movies when Voldemort died and he like turned into like dust and like washed away on the wind because I wanted him to have like an ending like this where he was kind of like nothing. Like I just want him to like thud to the ground. He did turn into nothing though. Yeah, but not like that, like magical nothing. I, I wanted him to turn into like mundane nothing. Like I wanted his body to drop and him just be like normal, which is like what he didn't want. And I felt like that's what Micah got here. Like he wanted to be super powerful and then he ended up being cleaned up by a fucking vacuum, which I just think is like chef's kiss. I love it so much. Ugh. So the, okay. <laughs> He's ashes. He's we ashes. get that. Vacuum and that, yeah, love the, it. The ox unit arrives and Bryce kind of, like, tells the ox group that it was just a gas explosion. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone's supposed to know what actually went down. No. Only the people at the summit know. And she goes and holds Syrinx, asking if Jessica like, saw what happened. Yeah, she's, like, texting her. Yeah. And Jessica tells her, like, the whole summit song. And Bryce is wondering why no one has, like, come to punish her for, like, killing an angel. Yep. And when she opens the door, she hears screaming, and she realizes why. And then you jump back to the summit. Yes, and everything is in chaos and everyone is in disbelief. Like, they just watched an archangel be killed by a half-human and a tiny fire sprite. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Hunt is finally released by Sandro's power, mm-hmm. and him and Rune are trying to come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. And Ipaxia, like is sitting with them and releases Hunt from his shackles. Yeah, and she's she, like a little key. Yes, and she tells them that they have bigger problems because Micah's horn experiment worked. And you're like, dun-dun-dun. Yes. So Bryce is currently running home because she realizes that Micah had opened a portal straight to hell right at the heart of like every gate. Boom. Beautiful. And that's like seven gates. So she, I think originally when she's running home, she only sees the one gate, the heart gate. Oh, okay. And then when she goes on the roof, she has like Hunt's gun, ammo, Danica's sword. And then that's when she realizes that like all the other gates are open. Yes. And, and you're demons like, are like pouring out. Like it's gonna, it's, it's fucked. She gets like a call from Juniper and she's like telling Juniper to like, I guess like she was at a dance recital or something or like some ballet thing. And there's like a safe like house mm-hmm. at the bottom of the ballet thing. And like, Bryce is like telling Juniper to get them to hold the shelter doors open as long as possible. And I guess you find out that like Crescent City has a shit ton of shelters that are yeah, I guess set to for... close like after a certain amount of time. Once like they're if, open. Yeah, if shit goes down. So yeah. she's like telling Juniper like hold it as long as possible, whatever. And then they hang up the phone and like Bryce starts like running like onto the street. And then you're back at the summit and the screens are just showing like that there's people who are like unlucky or like too poor or whatever. They're on the streets and they're like getting slaughtered because they can't get to a shelter in time or whatever. And Hunt and Rune are trying to get like Sabine and the Auden King to send ox groups to the streets, but they refuse because of protocol. So like all these like rich neighborhoods are getting protected, but none of the like poorer neighborhoods or neighborhoods without ox units have like are standing a chance. Like mm-hmm. people are literally getting murdered left, right, and center. Yes. So Therion is trying to get mer people to come to the shores and carry people like under. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah is saying that the 33rd is being like slaughtered. Everything is just getting fucked. Yes. And Hypaxia makes a call telling the people on the other line to like suit up and get ready to head out. And Sabine is like, you're gonna all be slaughtered. Like you're all done. And then Hypaxia makes a comment. She goes, I'd rather die like her 
AK Bryce, then watch Innocence Die While I Sit in Here. Because again, they're all watching a freaking episode of Extreme Survival go down on their screen while no. they're literally protected in this little summit room doing nothing. Like five hours away from Crescent City. Yes. It's nuts. So Hunt looks at what Hypoxia is talking about and he sees Bryce running through the streets, yelling at people to get inside and she's, you know, being a straight badass and shooting demons yep. everywhere. And Hunt knows that she's headed for the humans in the meadow. Because the humans have no one to protect them at yes. all. Ugh. And like, then you find out that the person who Hypaxia was talking on the phone with was like another witch. And that witch tells her that like all their supplies were destroyed by Micah. And then all of a sudden Fury is like, I have a helicopter. Which is like, of course you have a helicopter, Fury. What don't you have? But they're still worried that they're going to be too late because it still takes like 30 minutes to get to the city by helicopter. And Hunt is yelling at Sabine to get a wolf pack to the old square. But she's like yelling back at him and she's like, there are no wolves left to go there. And then the prime. So the prime of the wolves is like Danica's grandfather, that old guy. And he's really guy. old and like sleeping through this whole He barely says thing. anything, but apparently he knows everything. The prime goes, there is one wolf in the old square. And he points to Bryce running through it. And Sabine is like, oh no, dad, like it's just the sword you're sensing. And he goes, no. And he taps his heart and calls Bryce a true wolf. And I fucking lost it at this point again. <laughs> it's so cute. Like, ugh. Anyways. Okay. Take over before I start crying. Oh, literally, you're already crying again. So Hunt calls the Viper Queen, insisting that she owes him a favor. And then Bryce calls Jessica's phone and they patch her through and they're keeping all the calls connected so they can like hear each other. Yeah. So like Declan keeps like connecting all the calls so they can literally hear everyone. Yes. So she tells them to send back up to the meadows. There are children here, babies, etc. So over the call, Ethan says that he's coming and that they're all coming. Sabine is pissed, but Ethan just hangs up. So like all of the wolves that are left in Crescent City are going to go help. Yeah. And you find out that not only does he mean all the wolves, it's like other canine shifters and even like other canine animals common animals and he calls them like the defenders of the helpless and again i'm crying <laughs> get it together <laughs> this part this these last couple chapters just like make me lose it anyways okay <laughs> so we see bryce fighting in the meadows keeping demons away so that the humans can get into the shelters mm-hmm. and then she runs out of bullets just as things are looking bleak and then the viper queen fey guards come and so do all the canines, helping to clear the streets. Thank goodness. And Ethan saves her from a demon. And she, you know, finishes off a bunch of them. Yeah. And then back at the summit, they're still waiting for Fury's helicopter. Mm-hmm. And Sandriel walks in and says they're all to stay put because the Asteri is sending backup. So, like, originally I think they're relieved. They're like, oh, oh yeah, this the Asteri, the great, great, awesome, wonderful. Things. Yeah. And they're watching... Bryce and Ethan run towards the shelter and Hunt knows that they won't both make it and that at the last minute Bryce pushes Ethan through the door and the door shuts closed and now Bryce is stuck outside. It's like literally that the last second she like falls one step behind Ethan and just like, On purpose. To save. Because she knows that they both won't fit through like the little hole. And she saves Connor's brother. Yes. Uh, she couldn't save Connor but she... Anyways, okay. So um, she seems to have a plan and she starts running towards the old square. But everyone is like, what is going on? Yes. Um, so Bryce like reaches the old square and Hunt is like nervous because she looks like really fucking exhausted, like really exhausted Um, while she's like moving towards the gate or whatever. And then she pulls her phone from her pocket and calls Hunt's phone. But Sandriel is holding Hunt's phone. So Rune is like screaming at her to give Hunt the phone and she does, which is like... 
shocking. I think mm-hmm. everyone was like surprised that she even did that. Um, and like Hunt is trying to convince her to get to safety, but she's telling him that like there's not enough time. And then she does this thing where it's like, you know, when like people know they're gonna die, so they start talking about like tell my mom I love her, like, tell this. Tell okay. them I forgive them or whatever. Yeah. Because so they're, they, like, going through, like, you know, tell my mom I love her, thank Randall for being yeah. my father, tell Fury that I was sorry I lied to her, tell Juniper thank you for that night on the roof. Um, And then she goes, tell her that I know now why she stopped me from jumping. It was so I could get the here to help today. Hunt is, like, his heart's, like, shattering because he didn't realize mm-hmm. how bad it had gotten that she had considered... Um, jumping. like jumping off the yeah. roof and then she goes tell rune i forgive him i forgave him a long time ago i just didn't know how to tell him tell him i'm sorry i hid the truth and that i only did it because i love him and didn't want to take anything away from him he'll always be the better one of us now rune is confused and i'm confused i'm i was like what yes and then she goes to hunt you know I was waiting for you. And he's like, Bryce, just get back to your apartment and give me an hour. And then she goes, no. She puts her hand over her heart. I was waiting for you in here. And then he goes, I was waiting for you too. And like, she basically just forgives him for like everything. She's like, for the shit with the synth, all of it, nothing matters, not anymore. Then she like puts down Danica's sword. She puts down her phone and she runs towards the gate and Hunt is still screaming for her yes and so rune is distraught watching this go down and so is hunt and they're watching her walk up to the gate and then she starts glowing like literally light is coming from inside her chest Mm -hmm. and then she goes i am bryce quinlan heir to the starborn fae yes and this is when we get a flashback to the night that her and danica ended up at the hospital because of that like illegal smuggling ring which kept like being brought up throughout the book we never really got like the full story of what happened usually the story ended when bryce says to danica danica close close your eyes so you don't really know what happened now you do so the reason she told danica to close her eyes was that so she could use the light to blind the asp shifters and that's when bryce had grabbed the gun and shoots a bunch of them Mm -hmm. and this is what she was hiding from rune and from everyone the fact that she had that like starborn power and like it was much more powerful mm -hmm. than runes because rune can like barely bring up like yeah and it takes a lot of effort for him to do yeah but she can like she has this like blinding light essentially and the reason why he she never said anything was because the title always meant more to rune than it did to her and she saw how it kind of like gave him an edge against their father Mm -hmm. um and she makes this comment that like at the end of it all like danica just looked at her with love like complete love and complete acceptance like didn't think bryce was like a fucking weirdo for Mm -hmm. like generating this like blinding light and then back in the present day bryce is still like emitting this light and she thinks about how the sword like called to her yeah like rune sword yes and how it was hard not to reach out and touch it when rune brought it Mm -hmm. and then the venom that was in her leg mm-hmm. was what was stifling her light power for, like, those two years. Like, the crystallos venom. Yeah. So, like, with that thing in her leg, like, she really wasn't using yes, it. Yes, and she really couldn't use that light power. But when that venom was taken out of her by hypaxia and, like, Hunt kissed her, she felt that, like, light being freed again. Yeah. And I think that we were, like, if you remember when Hunt kissed her, he did kind of notice that, like, her eyes looked sparkly or, like, something like, light like, was coming out of them or yeah. something. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, like, intrinsically tied to, like, her inner health kind of thing. And then, back to that whole oracle scene, what blinded the oracle was her Her light. light. Like, the oracle saw the fact that she was 
A true starborn fae. Yeah. And the king failed to realize it because all he heard was that, like, she blinded the oracle, but, like, he didn't put two and two together. Yes. And, like, this time she literally calls on, like, the whole fucking star in her heart. Like, the whole thing. All her power. Pulls it out. Shoves it into the gate. And wills it to close. So this is now, like, one of the seven gates closed. Yes. But there's still, like, six more to go. Yeah. So, like, they're all in disbelief. And no one more so than the fucking Autumn King. Because what does the Autumn King do? Literally, like, priorities, man. He gets on the phone with Ember, Bryce's mom, berating her for not telling him that Bryce was a starborn. Because that time when, like, um, Bryce and Randall and Ember were, like, running away or whatever, like, Bryce was the one who saved them. Yeah, with, like, it was starborn yeah. gift. Yeah, exactly. And then Ruin wonders why, like, Bryce never told him. And Hun tells him it's because Bryce you know, wanted him to keep his title because she thought it was important to him. Yeah. And Rune knows compared to him that she has way more of that gift. Yeah. And the Autumn King is like, but she tested with like no power. And Ember is like, yes, because technically it's just light. Yeah. And light means a lot more to your people than it does to like, you know, the, the power. Humans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she, when she was 13, she wanted to tell the king, but she realized how much like Rune needed it more than she did. And she never told him. And then... Amber goes, and you left her on the curve like garbage, and I hope she finally returns the favor, you fucking asshole. And then she hangs up the phone. Which is like, wow, amazing. And I bet you he does feel like a complete asshole. He probably also feels like a complete idiot. I think he like throws um, like a pitcher of water across the room or something. Dramatic. Ooh. He literally has a temper tantrum. And then like some shit starts to go down. Hypaxia goes to sit beside Hunt mm-hmm. and like she gently like lays a hand on him. And he feels like this power go through him. And he feels the power concentrated on the halo on his brow. And then people are noticing, like, Sandra, like, slide her phone into her pocket. And they're like, what the fuck did you do? And she goes, I took care of a problem. And then this is when Hunt starts to put, like, puzzle pieces together. And he realizes that, like, only Bryce can use the horn because she's starborn. And that she could open up the portal to any world, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, with that thing on her back and the starborn power, she can literally do whatever the fuck she wants with it. And, like, he knows that the Asteri won't stand for that. And now Rune is also cluing in and he's, like, screaming that they can't kill Bryce. And Sandra is like, well, she's basically dead anyways. And this is when Hunt gets up and the halo is gone from his brow. And I'm shocked. I was like... I did not see this coming. I didn't know that it could just be, like, taken off. Well, Hypaxia had mentioned, though, remember? She was like, to Hunt, well, well, what would you do if I got rid of your halo? I just thought she was being, like, you know... Oh, I thought she was being dead ass serious. Oh, really? I yeah. thought she was just like, you know, being like, oh, like, what would you do kind of thing? Because she even says, oh, I think this type of magic should be like outlawed, which maybe she'll make happen when now that she's queen. That's what I'm saying. She's so understatedly badass. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking cool. Yes. So now Hunt has the full range of his power because the halo was gone. Yeah. And he releases his lightning and Sandra looks terrified because she knows how strong he is. And she knows that like, he's probably going to... Yes, and the room, like, starts shaking, and everyone is, like, diving under tables. And then when they all come up, Sandriel's head is literally in Hunt's hands. It's fucked. And and apparently, the book describes it, like, it looks like the bottom of the head looks, like, jagged or whatever, as if, like, he ripped it with his bare hands. And, like, apparently before he ripped it off, he had, like, burned her from the inside out with lightning. So it was just brutal. Ugh. But then after he does this, like, all the angels start to kneel. Because they're absolutely in awe of, like, his, like, raw power. Because they haven't seen it in, like, years. Yeah. And then Hunt tells Fury to get her helicopter over here. Because we need to get shit done. Let's go. Yes. And then Hunt, Fury, Rune, Therion, Flynn, and Emily all go on the helicopter. Mm-hmm. 
And Hunt asks Fury if she knew about the roof incident with Bryce, where like Bryce almost jumped off. Mm -hmm. And then Fury makes this really sweet comment where she goes, Bryce was a ghost for a long time, Hunt. She pretended she wasn't, but she was. And you brought her back to life. And this is some Akatar shit because doesn't someone say this about, doesn't Amarin say this about Reese to Feyre? Like you brought him back to life or something like that? Maybe. I can't remember, I can't but remember. I swear but I, I feel like, this. yeah, somewhere. It, that sounds like some Akatar stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, back with Bryce, she's like literally barely hanging on. Like she is almost dead. Well, she used like all of her power to cl- like to close that one. Just the one. Yeah, it's the crazy. one gate. Um, those who stayed in like the summit room, like I think Hypaxia is still there, Declan's still there, they're acting kind of like eyes on the ground. Mm-hmm. And they're telling people in the helicopter that the Asterian guard is closing in, but they're closing in with these things called brimstone missile launchers, which are like going to destroy everything. Yeah, and I they're fucked. Yeah. And Hypaxia urges everyone to get their forces out of the city because the missiles will like destroy everything. Like no one's gonna survive, kind yes. of thing. And Fury tries to like contact the guard telling them to back off. But no one is like listening or like even if even if the messages are reaching them, they're not paying attention. How fucking they're like, oh, we don't care what you're saying. We're like, what? I can't. You're breaking up. Oh, sorry, I can't hear you. Oh, beep. Hang up the phone. Yeah, and then all three missiles get launched, (laughs) and I was like, bitch. Yes, and like Bryce survives, but her leg is pinned under like a concrete slab. How did she like? I guess like where the missile landed. Where the missile landed was, like, further away from her. And I think just, like, the debris, like, just the, sh- okay. the shock. Because, like, it. when she survived, I was like, what? That's insane. Um. Anyways, so the, the guards are now loading more missiles. So they know that, like, this time, Bryce basically has, like, no chance. Yes. And this part that happens next, I was kind of shook. Yeah. So Hunt is, like, in the helicopter and they're kind of, like, over Bryce right now. Mm-hmm. And Hunt literally launches himself from the helicopter and covers Bryce just in time as more missiles rain down. Yep. And when Bryce like kind of comes to, she realizes Hunt shielded her from the blast, but his body is like fucked. Like I think it's like he's missing arms and legs and like his wings are like gone. And I'm just like, how is he alive right now? Oh my God. It was... What I was picturing in my head, my was slightly traumatized. It was, it's so gruesome. Like, yes, this part here, like he's literally like, like limbless, limbless, wingless, dying, I was bleeding out. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Bryce is sobbing, understandably. She's like screaming for help, but like, no one is gonna no come. one is fucking coming yeah. and then the rest of the people in the helicopter actually ended up crashing i think during yeah, the second like, missile the, launch yeah. and like they're still trying to make it to bryce and hunt and like back to bryce she's like kneeling over hunt and she's like whispering to him that like this happened for a reason this wasn't for nothing like she's kind of like trying to comfort him even though she knows that like shit's probably not gonna end up great mm-hmm. so she walks over to the gate And she puts her hand on that, like, disc thing that people can use to, like, communicate. And she's calling for someone to come and put their hand on the gate because she needs an anchor to make the drop. Because she knows that, like, the power of her first light will light up all the gates, shut the portals, and heal everything. A.K.A. Heal Hunt. Yes. But no one is answering. Nope. And so she goes back to Hunt, telling him that it will all be okay, and they're going to go home and be with Syrinx, and, you know, have that afterward that Hunt wanted, which is... (sighs) At this point, very unlikely to happen. And I'm crying again. And she whispers that she loves him. Yeah. She says, like, she whispered the three words that mattered the most. Which obviously but, like, is like, I love I you. I love you. Exactly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she hears Danica's voice from the gate saying, light it up. And the stone of the bone quarter starts, like, glowing, like, super bright. And you're like, 
what is going on. So Bryce like slams her hand onto the disc by the gate and her and Danica are both like saying like, light it up, light it up, light it up as Bryce makes the drop. Yeah, so then back in the summit room, Jessica like confirms that a soul cannot act as an anchor. It has to be like a real person. Yeah, so like Bryce is making this drop with Danica. But really she's doing it by herself. Exactly. Yeah. And they're watching Bryce's like drop and they're watching her pick up speed. And they're confused because Bryce is not supposed to have a lot of power. So she's surpassing her power level. And then Hypaxia, like, kind of, again, because she's so fucking smart, she puts all the pieces together and she realizes that the discs are, like, a blessing. Because, you know, when you put your hand on the disc and make a wish, it takes, like, a little bit of your power. Yes. Well, guess where all that power is now? Yeah. So all that, yeah, so all that power that, like, people have given over, like, the years and stuff to the gate, now Bryce is getting that power. Mm-hmm. And then as Bryce is dropping, her first light is like spreading across the city, like sealing the gates. Mm-hmm. It's going like through the ley lines and exactly. shit. Exactly. And the Autumn King says like not to hold their breath because Danica is dead and cannot be an anchor. So once Bryce gets to like to the bottom of her power, there's no way she'll be able to make the ascend. Yeah. That's the whole point. Of the, uh, that's the whole point of the anchor to help you like get up. Get back up. Once you exactly. reach the bottom. Um, And I think... So at first when I read this part, I was a bit confused. I'm like, well, if people can surpass their supposed power level by like touching the disc, why has like not everyone done that? I guess it's just because everyone had thought it was like a stupid little game. Because remember at the beginning, like Danica and Bryce comment that it's like a tourist trap and like whatever, but they still believe in it. So maybe just no one thought to do it. No, but then the Autumn King also mentions, he goes, I've seen people try to do that to like surpass their like power level like what they should be and mm. no one's ever made it up because isn't the inscription on the disc like the power belongs to those who like live for the city or something like that something like that so the city must have deemed bryce worthy, like worthy yeah because, because mo- i think that maybe people have tried to do that but like again like the autumn king said once they made it down yeah they can surpass their power line but they'll never be able to make the ascend back up. Yeah. So most of the time they just end up dying. Exactly. Yes. So Bryce is like with Danica right now. And I guess it's in like, they call it, this was the cradle of life. So there's like a physical ground, but like they're like, they're not in anywhere specific kind of thing. And like, like Bryce is saying like, you came and Danica's like, you asked for help. And Bryce goes, are you, are you alive? And Danica goes, no, no, Bryce, this is what you see. This is just the spark that's left, what was resting over there. So it's just like the little tiny spark of Danica. Yes. And Danica is like warning her. She's like, you don't have much time to make the ascent. And Bryce is like, I'm not making the ascent. And Danica's like, well, why not? And Bryce is like, oh, because it it got too hard without you. And Danica tells her like not to waste her whole life on like a for like a tiny piece of Danica because yeah. like this is all that's really left of Danica. Yeah. And Bryce is saying you know how she misses Danica and how Danica like lied to her. Mm-hmm. Um. And Danica even says you know it was to keep her safe, to yeah. keep Bryce safe. It was always to keep Bryce yes. safe. And Bryce says you know she killed Micah for what he did to Danica. Yeah. And Danica's like, I can't stay long. Um, Connor and the pack are like stalling in the bone quarter so that like Danica could make it to the gate. And then like Danica makes this comment. She's like, Connor wouldn't have wanted you to stop fighting. Yes. And Bryce says that she's tired of like feeling this way. And then Danica brings up Hunt. And Bryce is like, what? So I have to make the ascent for a guy? Because of course, like that's where her mind goes. And Danica's like, well, he's not just some guy. And, you know, he's alive because your first light saved him. So Bryce is like, ooh, okay. Shocked. But Bryce says she's also scared. But Danica's, like, urging her to make the descent. She'll be like, you know, I'll be with you always, even if you can't see me. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, so 
When when you make the ascent, I think you only have six minutes to do it. Yes, it's right? six minutes. So there was this timer going on that like Declan had put on like while they were watching her make the drop. Mm-hmm. And they were realizing that the timer was going slowly and slowly less. And once the six minutes are up, you're like for sure dead. Yeah. And the timer tends to stop when the person starts to make the ascent. ascent. Yes. So literally the timer stops at 0.003 seconds. And this is when Bryce starts to make the ascent. So everyone at the summit knows that she's making the ascent now because Declan is the one who has it up like on the the timer on the screen. So Danica gives like Bryce one final boost of power and then fades into nothing. So... And I'm sad. She's like gone, gone. She's gone, gone. She is the last of like her eternity essentially to help Bryce make the ascent. So she's no longer even in the bone quarter. And like everyone is so confused. They're like, how is this even possible? And the prime who again sleeps through everything, but knows everything. Oh, I admire that. I aspire to be that kind of powerful to sleep through everything, but still know everything. Amazing. But he says this, the prime says with the strength of the most powerful force in the world, the most powerful force in any realm, what brings loyalty beyond death, undimming despite the years, what remains unwavering in the face of hopelessness. Now it goes back to the screen. So no one answered what the prime said at the moment. And on the screen, you see the hunt is alive and healed and he's giving Bryce like chest compressions and he goes to her, I heard what you said, what you waited to admit till I was almost dead, you fucking coward. Now say it to my face. And then Sabine whispers the answer to the prime's words, through love, all is possible. And this is some Akatar shit when like, Farah the, the, is dying and the answer to the riddle was like love but and this is another little riddle here that the prime says and the answer is love but to be honest with you this weighed more for me than that little riddle in Akatar because the through love all is possible is a literal common theme throughout this book so like it actually like ma- like I cried again I cried at this part because I was like oh my god through love all is possible <sighs> anyways back, back so, to the story as Danica was like fading away, she tells Bryce that she loves her. And apparently that's like not something Danica says often. Yes. So. Yeah. And as she's making the ascent, Bryce can hear Hunt um, as she kind of like nears the service. Hunt is still giving her like chest compressions and that he'd been waiting for her the moment he'd been born. Like she can hear him saying this. Yeah. And then she like explodes to life. <laughs> the first thing she goes is like, did you just call me a fucking coward? And yeah. as they're having their moment kind of thing. Crescent City, like, the people of, like, Crescent City start to, like, emerge from, like, all the shelters and stuff, and they just, like, stare at her and Hunt. Yes. Crazy. So, now, Hunt and Bryce are, like, back at the apartment, and they're reunited with, like, Syrinx. Oh, love it. And they start going at it, like, ripping each other's clothes off, mm-hmm. only to be interrupted yet again. It's fucked. By a phone call from her mom. Clearly an ultimate cock blocker right now. I, I cannot... The amount of times that they've almost done it. I can't either. To only get stopped. Like, I can't. Seriously. Like it's another upsetting. Whatever. It, it is what it is. Maybe we'll get some more scenes in the next book. We later. have to. Yeah. So Bryce picks it up. Ugh. Like, you should have just let it, let it go to voicemail. Just like, but... why are you picking up? Like, yeah. let it go to voicemail, girl. That's what you have voicemail for. Yeah. And then she starts to talk to her mom while taking a shower because she needs to cool down mm-hmm. after that. Uh, steamy, steamy. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, and then she is talking to her mom about, like, the whole ordeal, and her mom, like, mentions that the whole world knows who Bryce's true father is now, Mm -hmm. and her mom is basically asking her if she's having sex with Hunt right now, (laughs) and Bryce is like, well, if you're so invested in it, why did you call me? 
could have been having it right now. Honestly, facts. And I'm like dying. It's so funny. Oh, I love it. And I love like moms who get like super invested for whatever. And like you're, I just don't understand like the fascination, but I'm living through vicariously through them. I don't know. Maybe. So then Hunt gets a call from Isaiah asking him to like come help with the committee because apparently like shit's going down and everyone's like losing their shit that both like Micah and Sandriel is dead. And, like, yeah, because they're kind of like no, who's the next in command, blah, blah, blah. There's no governor. Exactly. So they're all kind of confused what to do. Mm-hmm. And then Hunt starts thinking about like what will happen to him now that he's killed Sandriel and like if he'll even be able to see Bryce, let alone like live. Like he's because thinking... They'll most likely kill him for what he did. A hundred percent. He's and that's what Bryce had assumed when she killed Micah. She was like, Oh, I'm gonna die for this. Yes. No question. And then he kind of like glances at like the slave tattoo on his wrist, and then he looks like surprised. And then Bryce gets another phone call from someone. And the phone call is from Regulus. And Regulus is like they call him the bright hand of the Asteri. I think he's like the the t- head of the Asteri. But apparently he looks like a 13-year-old boy it's or some shit. It's very weird. It's very weird. This is some like bone carver shit. Yes, Who correct. like appears at, anyway. Yes. So Regulus is the one who had called Bryce. He tells her that the Asteri wish to extend their gratitude for her help and wish to grant her a favor. Yes. And, and the, what is the favor? The favor they grant her is that Hunt is freed. And I'm like... So... What Hunt saw on his tattoo was a C stamped over the, like, SPMQ or MQM, whatever. (laughs) There's a C stamped over it now, which, like, is a marking that he's been freed. Yep. And essentially on the phone, Regalus is, like, warning her not to use the horn. And then she brings up, like, Micah and Sandriel. And, like, Regalus says that Micah went rogue and Sandriel got what she deserved. Yada, yada. (laughs) And then he also tells them that, like, no one can find out what happened to with like Micah and Sandriel Mm -hmm. and like it will be very dangerous for them if anyone finds out yep 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 yep. and then he also accepts full responsibility for the destruction of of Crescent City yes saying that Sandriel told them that the city had been evacuated and that's why like they sent the missiles to wipe away the demon infestation which honestly is a very convenient I I'm not convinced I really don't think that that's what happened I think that they were they wanted to kill Bryce a hundred percent yes and then he also warns her not to tell her mother about anything that happened mm-hmm. because, like, that's what they'll strike if Bryce steps out of line. Basically, yeah. So they've given them a sense of freedom, but, like, they're still in chains, kind of. Yes. Like, they have to, like, be extremely careful about what they do going forward. And then after the call, Hunt goes to the comedian because Isaiah needs, like, his help and Bryce decides to go with him. But as they're about to leave, they see, like, Rune, Fury, and, like, Flynn run up to her apartment and then everyone kind of gives Bryce and Rune like some privacy and they kind of like make up and it's super cute. Yeah. And then he told he tells her that he didn't care about being starborn. He just cares about being her brother. I love them. If you'll have me. I'm so happy that like. I'm happy they met up too. I love it so. Because I honestly love Rune. Like I didn't know how I was going to feel about him. And then I ended up like loving his character. I loved him as well. Um, But yes. So they made up. Great. Bryce is now taking, like, steering for a walk and, like, Naomi is, like, watching over her because, like, Hunt's still at the Comidium, so he's still getting people to babysit her. Mm-hmm. And Bryce is thinking about how the House of Many Waters had helped during the fight, um, but that Fyro had the least damage and the Fae suffered, like, the fewest casualties. Yes. So it's, like... Like, essentially, like, the House of Many Waters, like, all the shifters came to help, but, but the Fae were not helping at all. Because clearly they have some, like, elitist mentality. Yeah, and, and I think they had, like, mentioned, like, previously in, like, this thing, like, oh, like, 
that Fyro is like one of the richest quarters yeah. of like the city or like whatever. So yeah. Hmm. Um, Bryce texts Juniper and tells her that she's going to go to those dance lessons. So it's like, oh my God, everyone's like healing, you know, mm-hmm. like she's finally going to start dancing. And like Bryce looks at the messages sent by Danica and Connor the night that they died. And like, you know, Connor's last message to her was message me when you're home safe. And she finally responds and says, I'm home. And then she like deletes the text, kind of like putting that chapter of her life to yeah. bed. Then she had kind of walked all the way to like the bone quarter. Mm-hmm. And she's at this point, she sees the mist like parting. Um, and it, re- it reveals like the whole pack minus Danica. Because yeah. Danica is like gone forever now. Um, and the whole pack is like smiling at her. And she notices like Connor who like kind of waves at her. Mm-hmm. And then this is the part where I'm sobbing, just like reading it over again. Like, don't know if you heard the crack in my voice just there. <laughs> And, like, I can't actually... No, I can't read it. You gotta go. So Bryce basically, like, blows a kiss at them and, like, the mist closes. And, like, yeah, it, like, closes that chapter in her life. Cat's, like, crying now. (laughs) We both cried really hard at this book. It was a fucking struggle to get through it. See, this moment is what, like, got me so bad. Like, every single time I read this paragraph over, like, I'm just sobbing. Yeah. Because basically, like, this was a gift from the Underkink for, like, saving the city. And, like... Just that final, like, to see the pack happy and, like, together. This we're both like, crying at this point. Like, I'm looking at her. She's looking at me. And we're just going to do you ever, like, more. look at someone who's crying and then cry more? Absolutely. I, I'm a sympathy crier. Me if you too. cry, I will also cry. Me too. Okay. Forget okay. okay. together. Okay. okay. Happy moment now. She gets a text from Hunt asking her where she is. And she tells him that she's, like, walking Searing's. And that she'll be home soon. And then he goes, like, good, I'm making breakfast or whatever. Yeah. And, and I think, sweet. like, and I think when he texts her asking her where she is, he goes, I'm home, where are you? And, yeah. like, I'm home. <sighs> I can't fucking deal. Okay. All right. Anyways. I'm, I'm together now. So that's how the book officially ends. Basically, like, happy domestic bliss. Yes. And then we get a very suspicious epilogue. So fucking suspicious and also very confusing yeah there's a lot of questions that need to be answered now from this epilogue so in this epilogue you see jessica talking to adis who's appearing at les like his like white cat so now jessica and adis know each other huh interesting great and jessica is like well why did you never tell me about bryce and adis is like well i didn't even trust you to tell you that bryce was like the starborn fae right so adis knew this whole time obviously yeah and then you find out that Bryce has like Thea's light. Yes. Um, so Thea, so Prince Peleus was the one who like was that starborn fae from the story like earlier that yes, Rune was and telling. And Thea was also the other person because like there was two people at the same time who had yes. starborn fae. So it was Prince Peleus and Queen Thea. Yes. Um, I think Queen Thea was like his like mother-in-law, mother-in-law or something. Yeah, I don't know. he was like she was his wife's mother. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you find out that. Bryce's starlight is, is like Thea's. Is like Thea's. And this is surprising to them because Adis thought that like Prince Pallias made sure Thea's power died when he killed her. Yeah, so, so Pallias killed his mother-in-law. Yes. And then now you're kind of like, did Adis used to have a thing? Yeah, because the way he says it, he gets like super mad about it. So it sounds like he might have had a thing for, for Thea. Thea. And then does he have a thing for, for Bryce? Bryce now? Interesting. I don't know. I don't want that. Uh, yeah. Anyways, then Jessica brings up Hunt and Adis says that he thinks Hunt's father would have been proud. Who is Hunt's father? That Who is Hunt's father? I, I don't know. But then Adis also makes a comment that Jessica knew Hunt's father best. 
Which is also interesting. So I'm assuming that Hunt's father is an angel because he's a full-blooded angel, right? Yes. Is so he? maybe his father's like a, an archangel or something or maybe. like, or, or what? An Asteri? Can Asteri have children? I don't know. I don't know. This is us speculating. But anyways, so apparently Jespa knows who's Hunt father, who Hunt's father is. Yes. And then Adis brings up the library again, like the, the Parthos library. Mm-hmm. And Jessica says that she moved it. And then she tells him not to fuck them over this time. And you're and like, Ada says, oh, I don't plan to. Not as things are getting interesting. And then the book ends. And you're like, what? So like, how did he fuck them over last time? What does he mean? I mean, I know things are getting interesting because like there's no way the Asteri are going to let Bryce and Han live happily ever after with the there fucking has to Luna be, horn in There Bryce's has to back. be some like final conflict between like, it seems like hell and the angels, like yeah. the archangels. So, okay, now let's, let's speculate, Kat. Here, okay. Number one, I need a full sex scene in the next book. Absolutely. That's it. I'm tired. But- Caveat, it must be between Bryce and Hunt, not yes. Bryce and someone else. I don't want that. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm obsessed with Hunt. Same. I love him more than I love Reese. Um, I love him. I just love him. Mm-hmm. Um, if Sarah J. Mass pulls a Sarah J. Mass and Bryce and Hunt don't end up together, I will riot. I will lose my shit. Like, I'm very worried that she's just going to, like, butcher his character. Because Make him, like, super, like... Possessive. possessive or yeah. some shit and then we don't like him anymore i don't want that to happen but i'm also very worried that it's possible that it could happen my thing based is based on her track record here's my thing i think that like here's my personal theory and like i've seen this um theory elsewhere like people think that adis and bryce might have a thing so like and and remember adis is like make the drop and then come find mm-hmm. me so i'm thinking that maybe bryce will go find him because they need to finish this, whatever, fi- whatever this is. Maybe it has something yeah. to do with the Starborn. So I think, like, maybe what'll happen is, like, she tells Hunt, like, oh, she wants to go down into hell. And he gets all, like, possessive and shit. And she cu- and they kind of, like, take a break. And maybe she goes and, like, hangs out with Adis. And maybe they have, like, a little thing. But ultimately, she ends up back with Hunt. Because I think that her and Hunt have gone through entirely too much to not end up together in the end. I know. I would be upset. But it's also very possible that... Bryce could end up with Adis. I'm going to be fucking pissed. Unless... I, but watch Adis be, like, super amazing. I'm sure she's he, capable of writing characters that are super amazing. I'm sure he's super amazing, but I think I'm just so attached. I was never attached to, for example, like, what's his face? Tamlin. Tamlin, the way I'm attached to Hunt. Yeah, I don't know. I would be upset about it. And I don't want that to happen. Also, I'll be very upset if she kills anyone important. Like Rune. Yes. Because you know how, like, his oracle prophecy that, like... The line The... the the royal lineage will end with him. And I really hope that that doesn't actually mean that, like, he's going to die. I don't know. Because I will not be okay with that. I don't know. I also, like, I barely survived Leoba's death. And are you going to kill someone else? I, I don't know. think so. I think that this book, like, the way it explores, like, emotion and, like, the complexity of emotion is more realistic than Akatar. And I mean, we haven't read Throne of Glass yet. But that's why I think that maybe, like, the problems and, like, the relationships are also going to be like more complex going forward fair enough so but like i'm very sad that we have to wait till like november of 2021 it's i actually to find out what happens and see next. this is why i tend not to read books that yeah i don't like reading books that are 
are a part of a series, but the series is not finished. Yeah. Because I hate waiting. And again, by the time the book, the next book comes out, I've forgotten everything that happened in the well, book. Well, you're in luck. We can just listen to, to our own episodes. To our own episode. <laughs> literally, that's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. Because I'm going to forget. I'm, I'm literally going to read the next book being like, wait, who's this again? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just hoping that like, I, I would imagine she's writing at least three books. But if she goes with like the houses, maybe she's writing like four. I don't like series that are more than like four books. So I really hope it's not more than four. No, me too. And, and I hope that like I've, I've, I've read series that are more than seven books. Yeah, yeah. Like more than four, like yeah, Harry fine. Potter, for yeah, example. Exactly. Or like Cassandra Clare's books are always like super long. Yeah, super long. Oh my God. Like but, seven books or whatever. So like I'll read it if it's seven books because I'm going to read throw in a glass and that's like eight books but I, but I prefer if it was less yeah. I'm imagining it'll be four so I just hope we get like ultimately my ultimate wishes for this series is that Hunt and Bryce end up together and that like the power dynamic because that's like ultimately like what people are fighting for like the imbalance of power yes, right like I hope that that's addressed yeah and I like, like, that, like the human rebellion is like addressed because like is it a rebellion when they were like there first and like but also like I want it to be, like, fully resolved. Because you know how, like, in in Akatar, mm -hmm. like, after the war, things weren't really fully resolved? No. And fair, she's writing more books, so I'm sure, like, maybe it will be resolved in, like, future books. But I want, if she, whenever she ends this series, I want it to be fully resolved, this whole, like, power struggle. The power dynamic Between, thing. like, the different, um, like, races, species. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. And everyone's more equal and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I, I know you had, like, a theory of, like, that the angels are actually... Yes, my theory is that, like, hell is actually the good people. Mm -hmm. And Aedis is, like, actually, like, the good guy. Yeah. and Because, like, the whole thing with Prince Pelias seems a bit fishy. Mm -hmm. So I think that, like, the Asteri might have rewritten that story to make it fit that Pelias was the good person and hell was, like, all the people that needed to, to like be van like to disappear and then we had to expel them back to hell because you know they're the ones who tried to kill Pelias yeah. and all this shit and that's the thing with history right it's written by the winners exactly so you really don't know like so what my the theory like exactly so my theory is that like hell is actually where it's yeah. at and I mean it's pretty solidly established that the Asteria are not good people or good yes. beings yeah. like they seem really like up in their own assholes about like their power and like Clearly, the Archangels don't have a great track record if you have people like Micah and Sandriel in your ranks. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I know we have to wait a while. The only other thing that, like, I wouldn't necessarily... Like, is Sarah J. Mask going to find some way to bring Shahar back for some reason? Oh, ew. No, don't do that. No, I don't need a love triangle. I don't uh, like those. No, yeah, I don't. No, no, that. I don't like... I mean, though, if, if Adis is in the picture, it will be a love triangle. Or it could be a love square if she no, wants no. to bring Shahar back. Oh, God, no. Too many points. Too many points. But anyways, that is... already far too many points. Truly. I just hope it's like... My favorite number for a book series is like three. I like a trilogy. I would be okay with a four just because if she goes by the houses, like... I'm okay with four too. I just like my favorite number is three. Yeah. No, a trilogy is very like easily digestible. Yeah. Yeah. As well, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's the, that's the end of our Crescent City episodes. We clearly love the book. I love this one. This I, is my favorite, like, SJM book. Same. And again, we haven't read Throne of Glass, but this... It, yes. I do love Akatar. Again, has a special place in my heart. I too. But this book has... And I like the more I adult just, content. I found the plot, like, so... Interesting. Interesting and, like, well-developed. Yes. Like, she's very good at writing, like, a very well-put-together plot. Yeah. And I mean, I find Sarah J. Mass is very, like, character-driven, and I... 
insanely love these characters. So it was truly like enjoyable to read. I also find that she's good at making sure her stories don't have a lot of plot holes. Yeah, she kind of like patches them as she goes, which is nice. And I'm sure even more will get patched um, as like the series yes, goes. Yes, we forward. shall see how things go. Yeah. But that's the end of our. SJM books for a while because for, we'll, yeah for, a, for bit. a while like we'll do Throne of Glass later yeah and obviously when the sequels come out of these we'll read them we're gonna move on guys from yes SJM. And we're moving on next and week well yes next week we're or starting I guess sorry this coming week yes this coming Robert. week we're starting a new series by Holly Black yes um and it's the Cruel Prince series yes so we're starting the first one this this week yeah it'll be released the Cruel Prince at some time this week yeah Wednesday Thursday Friday who knows Yes, stay tuned to find out. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, thanks for hanging out with us. We love you guys. Tweet us, follow us on Twitter. It's getting it's getting pretty exciting on Twitter. I love it. Um, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Subscribe if you can, and please, if you're able, leave a review on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. Email us. We love hearing from you guys. But anyways, mm-hmm. hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. Yes, and thanks for listening to Two Book Bitches. Bye. Bye.